1: Hello and welcome to the Innovate for Impact podcast. As usual, with Tracy Newman and I'm joined today by Dan Bentley. Today we wanted to talk to you all about feedback. So quite often when we're engaged to, to work with organisations, they often say to us that they don't get a lot of feedback from their clients or prospective clients, and they're not really always sure the best way to go about either getting that feedback or it feels like it's going to be a really large job to sort of get that information that they're looking for from their clients. So we thought today would be a great opportunity for Dan and I to share with you some of the ways that you're probably already getting feedback that you might not already be aware of. So without much more ado, Dan, do you want to kick it off?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. So number one is what are your clients saying in their day-to-day interactions with you? Quite often when we talk to our frontline staff and people who are client facing, they can tell us all about the things that aren't going so good. But sometimes we just don't tap in to this super valuable resource and ask them so that we can learn more.
1: Yeah. And look, there's always, you know, things that sometimes your clients might ask for that have your people sort of inwardly groaning because they kind of know that it's going to be difficult or they know that, you know, it's not available or whatever. So, they're always an absolute wealth of information.
0: Yeah. And this is one of those ones that you might be sitting there going, oh, well, yeah, like, of course, that's not really that innovative. But I'd ask you this question because this is quite often the one that I ask when I can see that look on someone's face when we're telling them this <laughs> is okay. If that's something that you know, how are you doing that currently? And that's where you normally get people go, okay, yeah, we could probably maybe do that a little bit better. And then they think about how they could, you know, capture that voice more consistently or whatever that might look like.
1: Yeah. And, and also capture a bit more of a varied voice. You know, there are some people within an organization who are very confident at putting forward what they're hearing. And they're quite often quite good at being very persistent until they, they're heard. But there are quite often other people across the organization who have a really unique viewpoint that unless you seek them out, and, and specifically ask them, you're not as likely to hear from them. So getting that diversity is really important.
0: Yeah. And I think as well, what works here is putting some structure around this. I think if you're sort of hoping that this is going to organically happen, it's probably not going to have the rigor that it really needs to do it justice. I think where we've seen this work really well is where leaders have systemized this. So it could be that they catch up with a group of uh, staff members or they have somebody in their team just constantly catching up and ca- with different frontline workers and people who are client-facing to hear that. Or they may even have an even more structured version, which may be some sort of like a, a learning wall where they have a, a mechanism for people to submit the good things and the things that uh, opportunities to improve and then capturing this across the organisation on some sort of a visualisation, which like I said, could be like a learning wall so that they can really understand what is important to their clients.
1: I love the idea of the learning wall. Um, I've seen that work particularly well when you have people who wouldn't ordinarily talk to each other. And sometimes what happens is that communication works really well within a specific channel or within a specific team, but it doesn't necessarily always work very well across teams. And yet when people hear from another team, what they're hearing from their clients, sometimes they even have a ready-made solution that they can just go, oh, yeah, we used to get that and then we started doing this and it's fixed now. Like, And it's so easy to be able to implement something like that, but it's just because we don't often sit down and talk about our work with each other that we miss those really golden opportunities.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Are you ready for number two?
1: I am, yes.
0: All right. Number two is all about data and reporting. So what data and reporting do you already have in your organization? Or what could you easily implement to learn more? Quite often we have, you know, lots and lots of reports, information everywhere, but quite often what we find hard as is leaders is to make sense of that. And sometimes it's not all in the one spot so that we can look at, you know, trends or connections across that data so spending some time to to think about all of those different places you can get reporting and what that reporting might tell you and then looking at well of that what would we really like to know and learn more about you can set up some ways so that you can review that and be able to find opportunities to either keep doing things better or change some stuff to make it an even better experience for your clients.
1: Yeah. And again, that's where sometimes actually just, you know, looking at it through fresh eyes can make a really big difference. Quite often we're used to looking at certain pieces of information within specific reports but there's usually a lot of other information in those same reports that we tend not to look at as regularly because we're sort of so used to what we're looking for and we're so used to sort of collecting that information and using that so have a look at what sits around the data that you currently use all the time and um, sometimes you know the decision that was made around that not being very important was was something that happened quite some time ago. So as your organisation changes and evolves, it's always really good just to revisit some of that information.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it won't tell you the whole story In that data sometimes it would just tell you where you should look so for example if you've got something like a a certain point in your service where you lose a lot of your clients they stop attending they stop using your services at a certain point that might be an indicator to start digging a little bit deeper through either further data or some other type of way of collecting feedback to really understand why people are dropping off there you can also say this as well on a digital perspective through your website you know people attending certain appointments All sorts of ways that you can find those areas that you might want to look into a bit further.
1: Yeah. Again, we see sometimes that information is collected by a team and not necessarily shared right across the organization as well. So, sometimes those other teams are are getting some different reporting or some different feedback from clients. And when you actually look at it all together, it can tell a really good story as well.
0: Yeah. Another one that's a real low-hanging fruit one that we've seen a, a little bit recently in some of our work is around... People collecting data after an interaction, but they're not reviewing that data. It might have been a some sort of a customer satisfaction survey or something that's been set up for some time. We even have some people asking like a, a net promoter score type question around the service or the program, but they're not really deep diving into that data. And you're kind of going to ask yourself, well, if you're asking that question, you're not looking at it, what's the point of that activity? So that might just be another thing just to to ask yourself, have you already got some of these really... Some, some great uh, questions and, and automatic surveys going out to people. That information, are you really doing that justice by spending the time to analyse it and, and understand what that means for you and your, your clients?
1: Yeah, I've been involved in some really great insights that have been collected through that data. I was really fortunate to be involved with an organisation and they got their leadership team to ring some of the people who'd had really positive interactions and actually just sort of say, hey, you gave us some really great feedback. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. And I also just wanted to say thank you so much for doing that. And I've also passed that feedback on to, you know, the person who took care of you and they were really happy to get that as well. And, like, that just created so much goodwill across the organisation as well because leaders were able to recognize the frontline teams and and the work that they were doing. And it it really made such a positive difference.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: If you're loving what you're hearing on our podcast, you should join us for one of our live events where we cover how you can build a more innovative and impactful organization. We also have our very popular Co-Design for Impact Masterclass where I'll teach you how to run your own co-design projects and how to set them up for success. Spots are limited, so grab your tickets to this and our other events at impactoconsulting.com.au slash events.
0: The next one is all about reviews. So are people talking about your organization on your Facebook page or maybe Facebook groups and other places? Are people leaving Google reviews about what it's like to to work with your organisation? Are there other sort of third-party aggregator websites like where they've got a list of all the different service providers and are people talking about you there? These are another resource that we sometimes don't think about in terms of where we can get an understanding of what people think about what we do.
1: Yeah, and I think sometimes there's a little bit of caution from people around seeking out that kind of feedback, whereas it often just gives you some really good insight to what it's like to experience your organization from, you know, your client's perspective. And it just gives you those really important little things that you often don't, you know, because you don't experience your organization in the same way, you can often just pull out things that don't feel big, but that certainly feel really big to the client from their perspective. So, you know, there's often those really great wins in there.
0: Yeah. If somebody's made an effort to, go to a different website and leave that sort of information it either means that they're extremely happy or they're really really annoyed whereas sometimes those surveys that we send as as the service provider they're a little less effort to fill out whereas this is like someone's gone I'm proactively going to leave feedback Um, it has to be quite an extreme example on either two ends of those spectrums to be able to motivate someone to go and do that so yeah very interesting place to learn both the things that you're doing well and those opportunities.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a great segue into our, our next piece, which is uh, what we like to call real life net promoter score, uh, which is really do your clients refer your organization onto their friends and family or people that they know who are looking for similar services?
0: Yeah. So people are most likely aware of net promoter score. And that's essentially asking people a question how likely are you? To recommend us, but what we mean by real life net promoter score is is that did they actually recommend you and that can be a really interesting thing and it can it can be as simple as when you're onboarding a new client um, you could just, just ask them how did you hear about this and tracking how often that is through referral and why they decided to join can really help give you some really helpful feedback to enable you to keep doing more of the good stuff and potentially find opportunities to do more good stuff
1: yes that's
0: right all right. Last one. And this is one that you people are probably a little bit more familiar with because we talk about this stuff a lot on this podcast. But this is where going out and seeking feedback comes into it. So we've talked a lot about the different ways that you can uh, hear existing feedback coming through. But what we want to talk about now is, is ways that you can go out and seek feedback proactively. Where you might do this is you might just do this generally, but you might also do this where you've maybe looked at some numbers and they don't tell you the full story. So what you want to do is go and understand what does it truly mean and get some of that more like qualitative type data from your clients. And there's a number of different ways you can do that. You know, we, We've talked a lot about in this in other episodes, but like running workshops with people to try and understand their perspective of what it's like to work with you. You could do surveys. We know people in the sector love sending out surveys to people. Um, that is one way of doing it. But you could also do things as well like interviews. So sitting down one-on-one with or having some of your people go and visit some of your clients and, and ask them some, some specific questions. Tell us a story about when you used our service last. What was it like? And just listen, we've been involved in so many scenarios where we've got leaders to go out and speak to clients. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've never, ever, ever had an experience where one of these leaders didn't come back from being out there talking to clients and go, man, I'm looking at this whole thing differently now. Like I just learned so much from that. You know, what value do you put on that? Yeah, we're all busy. Yeah, it could take you a couple of hours out of your week, but how valuable is to, that to know from directly from a client what it's like to use your organization's services and participate in your programs? It's gold. It's absolute gold. And um, it's something that we always recommend all sorts of layers of your organization to be doing is going out there and and hearing it from people directly. You will learn so, so much.
1: Yeah, every single time. I'm pleasantly surprised at how much value is delivered through those conversations. And it's not just the people who work for the organization that get value. You know, the clients get value in being able to have that really rich conversation and, and share their insights and really feel like they can make a positive impact in the community through sharing what they know and what they've learned. So that's is one of those things that we couldn't recommend highly enough. I think that's a great segue as well to talk about, and we do have an episode on this, which we can link in the show notes, but one of uh, our favourite pieces of work from this year around, you know, getting that client insight and the difference that that made for an organisation was some work that we did. We've got an interview that we did on the podcast with William from the NCCC. So what they did is they partnered up with other people working in in different teams, and they actually went out and spoke to clients. And they got so much value from doing that, not just from what the clients were sharing with them, but also through working together across teams that that whole activity was able to help them work better together um, and help them to deliver really great and innovative service improvements through working together. So it built really great connections for them across teams, but it also built really great connections for them with their clients. And one of the things that they've done since then is they've actually re-looked at the conversations they were already having with their clients and thought, how can we build in some questions just in those everyday interactions that's going to help us to continue to get this kind of level of feedback because they got so much value out of it. So now, you know, when someone rings to have an interaction, they'll just ask them, you know, so how was your last experience with us? And they've just built those ways in to getting that feedback because they saw so much value in it.
0: I thought of one more. We're only going to be doing five, but I thought of one more as you were talking. And that's about observations. Oh, yes. So could you go and watch how people are interacting with your people? You know, if you're a larger organization and you have a call center or somehow some way that these interactions are able to be played back and observed. Can you go out and do that? That can also give you a really good understanding of what the experience looks like for people that are dealing with your service or using your programs.
1: Good thinking, Dan. Thank you. We've given you some really great ways to collect feedback across the organisation, but one of the things that we find really helpful is how you can actually organise this information. So, that's where things like a journey map can come in. So, again, we've linked in the show notes to episodes that we've done about, you know, what a journey map is. But it gives you a way to have a look at what this data might look like across your client's entire experience with you and then it will then allow you to see, well, what are the pieces of feedback that might be missing? And that's when you can go out and seek that feedback just to sort of close in those gaps.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, without creating a journey map with this data it can just look like lots of report like it's a bit of a laundry list of reports and it's like our frontline staff etc it doesn't really make a lot of sense so when you put this out on a journey map you're able to actually see the entire client experience in a linear form like it's a it's a journey and you're able to like Tracy said really sort of see well this is what we have but is so here's the gaps and then as well once you start learning and from that data and that, that information and that feedback we just sort of spoke about, you also start to be able to put some of those things out there and some of them might be the moments that matter. So what are those things that people care about a lot and that you're doing a good job on? But there might also be some of those pain points too, which are those things where right now there's a lot of people that are really struggling with this part of your process or your service or whatever that might be, and they need to be looked at. It also helps you too that once you get to that level of digging out those insights and learning, Prioritization becomes a little bit easier too. So you can look at this and from a, that helicopter view and go, wow, this one here, if we change this, this is going to have huge flowing effects downstream. Let's focus on that one first. And it enables you to use your resources where they're going to get the best bang for buck.
1: Yeah. So just to give you all a a quick summary of the different areas that you can go to get that feedback. So the first one is, what is it that your frontline staff are hearing? The second one is having a look at your reporting. So, you know, your website interactions, attendance to appointments, things like that. Uh, The third one is your reviews, like your online Facebook page, your Google reviews, or any other third party websites. Number four was, uh, what is your real life net promoter score? So are you getting recommended by clients? And then, number five was going out and seeking that feedback if you do have any gaps through workshops surveys interviews and then the bonus one was all about observation so you know can you go and and watch what your service actually looks like and and experience that from your client's perspective
0: yeah yeah lovely done trace great summary thank you thanks for joining us everyone
1: yes we'll catch you next time
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Innovate for Impact podcast. Any links to what we spoke about today will be posted in the show notes. If you'd like to know more about social innovation, visit our website where we have a heap of tools to help you on your way. Visit impactoconsulting.com.au. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and make an impact.